I, I don't I feel like that's a lesson in against apathy you know like it doesn't hurt to ask and no. if you do ask you could change the whole course of history you're listening to something will happen a podcast about the largest beatles music festival in north america abbey road on the river it takes place every memorial day weekend in jeffersonville indiana if you're a music fan of any kind, you gotta come. We have up to six stages playing music all day long by almost 50 Beatles and classic rock tribute bands, food trucks and drinks, awesome art installations, merchandise and art vendors, and a playground for kids. Whether you're new to Abbey Road on the River or you're a festival regular, you'll find something you love. This is Something Will Happen. Something Will Happen at Abbey Road on the River. Come join us. Hi everybody, it is Emily and I'm here with Melissa and I am introing this show today because today Melissa is going to tell us a story about the Beatles, about something you might not know about them like we did before with our Jacksonville episode. Exactly. Hey. Yeah. Hi Melissa, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm, I'm taking over. I'm the host now. we're co-hosts love it so Uh, what are what are you telling us about today oh my gosh I have I love this story I think it's so fascinating (laughs) okay so today so today I'm going to tell the story I love this story about Brian Epstein and his shop Nems and how he first heard about the Beatles and the whole story about Raymond Jones so if anyone knows about this maybe they don't so we're gonna get into it um, okay yeah because i don't i don't think i've ever heard the name raymond jones okay yeah raymond jones very very important uh person in Beatles history because he so let's let's start at the beginning i guess okay um so brian epstein uh, had his shop um nems where he sold records and things and um in liverpool and one day it was this is it's spelled out in different ways so like brian in his book writes it in a different way than other people tell the story so it's kind of interesting i'll i'll tell like the brian epstein story that's documented in his book a cellar full of noise and then we'll talk about maybe the other um hypotheses on like Mm-hmm. well because everyone's got their own versions of how things happen there's multiple sides to every story exactly. exactly yeah but i think i don't know i like the i mean it's documented in his book but um so i think this is the most this is the one i always heard about and i was like oh my gosh it's like mind-blowing and then i was researching and i was like wait what like these other different you know kind of takes on it so um it's it has been like so Raymond Jones is just a kid in Liverpool that was a big fan of the Beatles. And he walks into, this is the story, that on October 28th, 1961, Raymond Jones um, was 18 years old. He was wearing jeans and a black leather jacket. And he walked into the record store, NEMS, in Liverpool. And he said, there's a record I want. It's My Bonnie. And it was made in Germany. Have you got it? And Brian Epstein was 27. He was, you know, director of the store and he shook his head and he said, who is the record by? And Raymond Jones said, you won't have heard of them. It's by a group called the Beatles. And so there's like the opening of like this story, like 
if Raymond Jones never walked into the shop, Brian never would have heard of the Beatles and they never would have existed. So that's what I always like. Whoa, like Raymond Jones is so important mm-hmm. in the Beatles story. He was the first domino to fall to make the Beatles what they were. Yes. Yeah. But so, there's more? Yeah, because it was it's kind of like there's, you know, it's kind of un unrealistic that Brian wouldn't have ever heard of the Beatles before that moment because they had been written up in the local um, magazine Mercy Beat and like he it, it was claimed like he had written later that he had seen their name on a poster around town and like his shop was you know just a just around the corner from the Cavern Club where they were playing at lunchtime so it was kind of like did Raymond Jones really introduce Brian to the Beatles like it's kind of a yeah like did that really happen or is that an urban legend yes right it's like he probably had heard of them but maybe this was the most direct way that like someone said their name to his face or something mm-hmm. um so yeah so then brian um he had actually just come back from holiday in spain and he was trying to like think about how he could expand his interests and then like <laughs> you know just like raymond jones asking him that question kind of piqued his interest and then a few days later on november 9th 1961, Brian and his assistant, Alastair Taylor, went down to the Cameron Club to see the Beatles. So so that was like, you know, they had never seen the Beatles play at the Cavern Club before, and that was the first time that they actually saw them. Who knows when he was actually introduced or heard of the Beatles, but that was the first time he saw them. So it is kind of like Raymond piqued his interest, and then he, you know, as you say, the first domino that fell that made him go see them, that made him like spin his wheels and think of how to, you know, mm, yeah, what they are. Like they were on his radar, but he didn't really think anything of them. And then this guy came in asking about him, and he's like, hmm, maybe they are something. Maybe There's I should so go many, check this out. Yes, exactly. And there was so many bands and like things happening in Liverpool that, you know, maybe he just, you know, there was a lot going on mm-hmm. and he was running a shop. And so, he wasn't quite aware of that so and um so anyway um it's kind of interesting that um maybe Raymond and like Raymond Jones this is kind of funny because Brian had spoken of Raymond Jones and like this story like kept being told and maybe was skewed a little bit and he like he described Raymond as like a scruffy Liverpudlian in a in a leather jacket which Raymond Jones was very offended by this was like written (laughs) up in a national newspaper and he called Nems and was like (laughs) this quote it was like you know not like some of us have to work for a living not all of us can afford a suit and tie like that kind of thing like he got all mad and then Brian they like uh, his secretary he told that to the secretary and then the secretary was like we'll come to the shop and like brian will apologize you know and so he did and they went out for drinks and um <laughs> and then brian was taking notes when they went out to this bar um and he thought that like he was taking notes for his book a seller full of noise and that's kind of where the story came from that like raymond jones walked in 
and I think he changed like his the narrative in the book from the newspaper that was written earlier um, to you know he was just an 18 year old kid with jeans and a leather jacket not a scruffy guy <laughs> Raymond got so offended by being called scruffy um, so anyway that's kind of interesting how they they made amends and they made up and then Brian eventually sent Raymond his book <laughs> as you would like you introduced me to the Beatles yeah and they were like you know made up their butts after that so I love that yeah it's kind of cute um but the other story that's interesting from this is that Brian's um assistant at the shop Alistair Taylor there's some stories that say that that Alistair actually um like Raymond Jones was a real person and he came in and asked for this record multiple times and Alistair just got annoyed with like hearing it so many times that he put in the order using Raymond Jones's name to like order the record mm -hmm. um, instead of using his own name and like I don't know why like he wouldn't because I guess he didn't he was like no don't order it for me so Alistair Taylor claims that he he was Raymond Jones, you know, like kids kept coming and asking for the record and then they didn't have it. So until someone put in an actual order for the record, no, none of these kids wanted to like put up the money and actually order mm -hmm. the record, um, Brian wouldn't order it. So, <laughs> so Alistair claims that like um, he just wrote down Raymond Jones's name to order it but like kind of got it for himself. So yeah, so they were trying to find it and yeah. Yeah, no matter how many people asked for it, nobody had ordered it by paying a deposit. So, um, and it was a German import, so very important. And so it, yeah, Alistair says that he's, he knew they would sell a lot of copies. So he made out an order form, he paid the deposit and he made the name Raymond Jones one of the regular customers there because so mm -hmm. he he's like yeah. so maybe alistair was actually the first domino to to make it happen um but maybe I I mean, well i mean he wouldn't have put the order if raymond jones hadn't you bugged him about it right yeah exactly exactly and other people asked for it too it was like mm -hmm. in the book in brian's book it's said that raymond jones and two girls came in asking for it and that piqued his interest um but I don't know how many other people asked for it. And who knows if Alistair was the one to put the order in. I mean, that it seems reasonable that he would be like, like everyone's asking for this. I'm just going to put the money down and buy it and, you know, and order it. And so that we have it so that we can sell it. And kind of an investment back into the business. Mm -hmm. but, um, who knows? But it's kind of interesting that like different stories of, what actually happened and it gets like it gets said over and over and it always gets skewed so um i always just use brian's book yeah biography that he would know <laughs> more than anyone yeah else. maybe alistair taylor would too and i need to read his autobiography um yeah well because legends like that over time turn into a game of telephone where yeah. things change a little bit by little bit i love that though i love the the butterfly effect of it all of how just like coming in and asking for this one thing piqued somebody's interest made somebody order something and then piqued it enough that for him to go see it and then 
so many dominoes fell that it became this phenomenon that we're talking about all these years later. Yeah, exactly. It's so interesting. And I yeah. love that. I just like love just the, the, some, the some stories of like, what if this didn't happen and the Beatles wouldn't have existed as we know them today? And yeah, yeah. this is a butterfly effect. Yeah. I'm sure, some, I'm sure like Brian would have read about them or found out about them or stopped by and seen them without anyone asking for this record at his shop but still it's but he wouldn't have realized the demand or the yes. potential exactly and yeah been like i'll manage you yes you're yeah right. some scruffy kids in 1961 asked for a record and now we have a podcast yes <laughs> right <laughs> now you have this episode <laughs> so uh, yeah i just i think that story is really cool and there's so many like you know early stories like that um especially in that book tune in by mark lewison i love that like i didn't get through it actually <laughs> yet. like i got like halfway through but there's so he goes into so much detail before the beatles and i'm always like if something didn't happen they wouldn't have met and like they wouldn't have played guitar or, like whatever like things that could have happened to not have them become who they are and i need to yeah I, I it really excited when i think about it like all these things did happen and the stars did align um instead of thinking like what could have not happened but mm -hmm. like, it's very cool to think about all the things that made them what they are what, what they became yeah it, it really is cool to think of like all of the little minute decisions and things that had to align perfectly for I mean, for everything to happen, that's just how the whole world works. Like there's so many stories, not just Beatles stories, where if this one person didn't do this one thing, none of this other thing would have happened. And it's super interesting. And especially in the music context, I also love hearing about, because, you know, we live in this digital age. And so we don't rely on record stores and, you know, labels like that to really change the face of music because anybody can produce their own music and put it on social media and get a following and so you know but back then it was much more you had to impress somebody you had to have the demand you had to have this for you to even get your name out there for them to push you and so it's super interesting that like there's all these extra hoops to jump through back then with how music was made and advertised you know because i'm sure there were plenty of really really great artists back then that just didn't have the popularity that the beatles had and it was because they didn't have you know social media that they could just post their own music on to and get their own fans right yeah and it's yeah like out there and hustle like it seems mm -hmm. and the beatles getting the cavern gig every lunch like that could be a story like how did they get that Mm -hmm. how did they get to germany before that and how did they you know all the things how they get that first like um show the, the quarry men at you know the vet at the um saint james church you know like mm -hmm. all the things that yeah all of these little decisions all of these people that had to say yes for them to be what they became right yeah it's cool to think about it really is. So, so yeah, that's a story. <laughs> Raymond James, Raymond Jones, very important uh, person in the Beatles, Beatles story of many people, but I like that one. 
that was really interesting i really because i had never heard that that legend of you know the one kid asking and like all the dominoes falling and that's really cool yeah 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 i guess you know the squeaky wheel gets the grease right (laughs) yeah and you're gonna get what you want or you know make something make something happen for someone else in this case (laughs) Mm -hmm. but he eventually got his well because when you think about it they could have been playing and the same people could have liked them and wanted the record yeah but just walked into the record store saw that it wasn't there and went home and didn't say anything mm-hmm. and was just like well maybe they'll have it next week and they go next week and it's not there and they're just like oh but because they kept asking for it and they like specifically said hey i want to listen to this one i want to hear the beatles mm-hmm. like that piqued the interest where you know that's also <laughs> I, I don't i feel like that's a lesson in against apathy you know like it doesn't hurt to ask and yeah. if you do ask you could change the whole course of history wow this is an inspirational, <laughs> inspirational episode. yeah this little urban legend got Take deep control of your but, life and ask but, for what you want <laughs> but yeah it's it, yeah, yeah you could be the domino that falls for some something else yeah look for yourself <laughs> <laughs> Put your own domino down. Be your own Raymond Jones. I <laughs> <laughs> love that. Great. Well, thank you for sharing that story. You're welcome. I think it's cool. Yeah, I loved hearing that. Yeah, that's great. And we got some uh, a pep talk at the end. Also. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, until next time, next story time. Yep. We will see you guys later. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Something Will Happen. And remember that Abbey Road on the River is happening May 25th to 29th, 2023. You can find all the details, get your tickets, book your hotels, see all the bands that are coming at AROTR.com. And if you want to be featured on an upcoming episode, send us an audio recording of yourself to AROTR18 at gmail.com telling us your favorite memory or show from a festival in the past or what you're most excited about this coming year. Keep the fun going all year long by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and we'll see you in May. Something will happen. Good. Um, cool. Yeah, I hope I got all the facts right. <laughs> oh my gosh.